Hi there, you've downloaded the podcast of Health Check from the BBC with me, Claudia Hammond. This is the show that brings you the latest health and wellbeing stories from around the world every week. Today, how would you feel about pouring your heart out to a stranger who's not a counsellor or a therapist, but who's standing in the street with a sign saying free listening and invites you to pull up a chair? When they find out you just want to listen to them, they're actually shocked. They're just like, wait, what? You really want to connect? No strings attached. I don't have to give you money. It's not therapy. And I'm like, no, it's just listening. And as soon as you sit down and you say two minutes in, you just get connected. And you can just see the whole body language change. It gets more relaxed. The Californian Project providing a listening service in the street. And my guest today is family doctor Anne Robinson. Now, in today's world, it can sometimes feel difficult to connect with people. More of us live in cities than ever before, and social media means that technically we're better connected than ever. But even if we're surrounded by people, real or virtual, it can feel as if no one is really listening. In Oakland, near San Francisco, a group has come up with a solution, and a low-tech one at that. You don't even need to call a helpline. Instead, you see the sign in the street that says free listening. You pull up a chair and share your anxieties about the world with an empathetic listener. Alison Van Diggelen reports from California on a project that offers free listening. I'm here on Telegraph Avenue in downtown Auckland where Sidewalk Talk volunteers are setting up chairs on the sidewalk. They're inviting passers-by to take a seat and just talk. The aim is simply to have them share their story, feel human connection and perhaps find power in their voice. Hey, free listening. Would you like to be listened to today? Come on over. I want to talk to you about something. (laughs) For Sidewalk Talk, we're a community listening project. Would you like to be listened to today? I just really extended an invitation to come and sit and be heard. That's Maisha T, the Auckland team leader. About one in eight of the people she approaches agrees to sit down and talk. This afternoon, she has two volunteers to help out with deep, active listening. Do you feel there's a lot of loneliness? You know, the Beatles sang about all the lonely people. Do you see that in the streets here in Oakland? Yes, absolutely. A lot of people are lonely, and a lot of people, when they find out you just want to listen to them, they're actually shocked. They're just like, wait, what? You really want to connect? No strings attached. I don't have to give you money. It's not therapy. And I'm like, no, it's just listening. Um, but there's a lot of loneliness on the street. There's a lot of disconnection. And as soon as you sit down and you say two minutes in, you just get connected. And you can just see the whole body language change. It gets more relaxed. You'll lean into one another. And it's almost like that loneliness kind of subsides. Jessica Anderson, who's a student advisor at Stanford University, is intrigued and takes a seat opposite a volunteer, Erin Coolidge. How does she feel after 10 minutes of talking with reflective listening by Aaron? It added a new color to my, my happiness because now there's like the presence of gratefulness kind of helping me think about how things are better than I thought they were and, yeah, connectedness. Those hormones that go off in your brain when you feel connected, that, that, that's what just happens. So. <laughs> oh, that is wonderful. So you would recommend this to others? Yeah, maybe don't absolutely. Feel... About an hour later, I speak with 25-year-old Amy Jones, not her real name who tells me she experienced sexual and physical abuse in her childhood and was suicidal last year. The sidewalk talk posters catch her eye, but she doesn't sit down. I was in the situation a year ago where I wasn't feeling supported by my peers, by my family, by anybody. And when there's some opportunity for just someone to sit down and talk anonymously, it's a lot less threatening. And if I had this a year ago, I probably wouldn't have considered suicide but I'm in my fourth hospital program right now just trying to overcome these ideations. 
Amy takes one of Maisha's flyers, and the two women talk intensely for a few minutes. I know what it feels like to be in that situation of being unheard, and people try to veer away from it because if you're happy, people want to be around you, and so you put on the face, but then you go home and you just feel so empty inside. Just having an opportunity to, to get things off of your chest releases that pressure because when you don't, that's when you explode, and that's when bad things happen. Although 50% of volunteers have a background in therapy, Sidewalk Talk is about deep listening and doesn't involve therapy or offering solutions. Here's Maisha. Sometimes being heard is the solution. And I found that just fixing it, it doesn't help. It actually is a hindrance to someone else's progress. It can actually stop them from really finding who they really are because I decided or someone decided to jump in and fix it for them. So they need to find their own solution. Is that part of their big picture? I think part of the big picture, yes, is through listening. And people, when you start to really hear yourselves, you really do find your own solutions. Sidewalk Talk volunteers find that when people feel heard, they move from hopelessness to opportunity. It happened to Maisha herself. When I first learned of Sidewalk Talk, I was having a depressive episode. I was struggling in my business. I didn't think that my no one wanted to support me or be around me. And I was in, in online marketing. It's kind of lonely. It's isolating. And I saw this beautiful project on Facebook, and I just lit up, and I'm like, I can do that. And just in this last, it's been about a year now, I find myself being more articulate. I find myself connecting with people, being more compassionate. I'm a better mother. Um, I'm a better daughter. I'm a better friend. It's really, truly been life-changing. I kept having fantasies about putting my psychotherapist chair on the sidewalk as kind of a different kind of protest to kind of say what's going on. Psychotherapist Tracy Rubel feels sidewalk talk has changed her life, too. She launched the nonprofit in 2015 after being upset by the uptick in gun violence in the United States. In almost three years, the project has expanded to 29 cities in 10 countries. Their global team of 1,000 listeners has reached over 10,000 people to date and referred about 300 people to low-cost or free mental health services. Although she's convinced it's making a difference, Tracy laments that our so-called social media can make people even more lonely and depressed. We need to have a daily dose of face-to-face human contact. We need it as much as we need air. We need to be touched. We need to hear somebody's tone of voice. We need to see the reflection of their face in our own eyes. And that's very hard to do in text. Would a text message be enough to soothe a baby? Hmm. Right? It wouldn't. And we have all of those same biological impulses inside of us that a baby has. We still need all that stuff to be well and to be healthy. Tracy believes that with anxiety levels and disconnection growing, face-to-face contact is more important than ever. Everything about sidewalk talk is humanizing people again. It's very hard to aggress against humanity when you actually know that every single person passing you by on the sidewalk has this beautiful, amazing story inside of them. Back in Oakland, Amy Jones says she's serious about volunteering for Sidewalk Talk, and Maisha T couldn't be more delighted. This listening project is infectious. Those who feel helped are inspired to get involved. My number one reason for being here is just connecting, so genuine human connection.
Alison Van Diggelen reporting. I'm Claudia Hammond and this is Health Check from the BBC. And remember, if you never want to miss an episode of Health Check, do subscribe for free to the podcast and every week it will appear as if by magic on your phone or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. And my guest family, Dr Anne Robinson, is still with me. What do you make of this idea of, of sitting and, and listening to people? Oh, I think it sounds absolutely charming, don't you? And It's just such a lovely idea and hopefully it will be rolled out everywhere and I, I feel like I would like to go and find someone and just chats and sounds it, quite nice doesn't it, it just sounds absolutely lovely i think the the worry maybe is around people who are not out on the streets and ready to engage with other people who stop them and offer some some careful listening i mean that's obviously marvelous but one worries about the people who are perhaps prisoners in their own home and are paralyzed by depression or anxiety and they're not getting out at all and, and perhaps not seeing a soul from one end of the week to the next yes yeah, so unless you're out there you can't go and sit mm. in the seat to be listened to and you've still got to be brave i'd have thought to, to, to go and do that as well